Hello, 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 and welcome to Life's Spice. I am your host, Spiritual Baddie, and thank you for joining me. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you are a returned listener, hey, what it do, shawty? I don't know about y'all, but I am so grateful that it is Wednesday. I am midweek. It is all downhill from here, where my Monday through Fridayers say whoop whoop weekend vibes on the way. I like to use my weekends to recharge, to put my energies into this now podcast, also into um, evolving in my business. Stay tuned for that. Um, so yeah, I do appreciate having those two days off. And um, they go by so fast. I just try to stay in the moment, you know, and just just be in the moment. Um, because I know when I get off work um, at 2.30, after being there for all, almost nine hours, I'm just, I don't want to come home and do anything, but my goal will only work if I do, you know? So I have to put in the efforts Monday through Sunday in all actuality, you know? So it's like the grind never stops. However, I like to take time for me. And if that means, hey, my podcast doesn't post on the day that it's supposed to, which is what happened this week. We were supposed to be posted this morning. You all may not be hearing it until tomorrow, which we which will be Thursday. But that was because my body, when I came home yesterday from work, my body said, Ah, oh, ma'am, we're going to do our edits. We're going to do our rough draft. We're going to make sure our research is good. And then we're going to bed, you know, after we eat and shower, of course, pray. But and that's exactly what I did. So I am learning to listen to my body and listen to my mind when it is telling me that it needs rest. So on this episode, we are going to focus on the spice that is healing. Yes, the spice that is healing. Because remember, this is life's space. So we will be talking about a range of spices each week. Okay. So this week we're talking about healing and I must say that this is or was one of my more challenging. I mean, not that I have a lot of, you know, episodes already recorded. I do, but I also like, um, I've tossed a lot. I have revamped a lot. Um, but this was one of my more complex um episodes so bear with me again i'm still new on the mic you know i'm still learning iron out the kinks thank you for being here this far three minutes in appreciate you but let's get into it so before i get into the actual terminologies of healing and all that um i want to say that while on our spiritual growth journey our healing journey we are never fully healed we will always be recovering from something, good or bad. I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, make it negative, positive, but we will always be growing. So therefore, we're always healing from something. Okay, so now to get into terminology, the broad meaning of healing is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. And according to Wikipedia, healing is 
with physical damage or disease suffered by an organism. Healing evolves the repair of living tissue, organs, and the biological system as a whole and resumption of functionality. Now, what I gathered from that was a whole bunch of medical. Now, let's apply that to the spiritual, okay? When you when I think of spiritual healing, I think of like 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 Wikipedia just said about the tissues and organisms and the biological, but now I just think about that or more so of like the mental. You know, cuz I feel as though spiritual healing begins with the mental versus the biological. That's just my opinion. Now, um the true meaning, this is the one that we're going to go with. In summary, healing was defined in terms of developing a sense of personal wholeness that involved physical, mental, emotional, social, and spiritual aspects of the human experience. What sticks out to me the most in all of the terminologies of healing is uh, the healing or the, I'm sorry, the human experience. When I think of being human and how human experiences have almost broken me. I mean, because when you think of it, we don't experience everything on our own. Even when it comes to like the first time we experience pleasure, um, the first time we taste something sweet, our first steps, um, the first day of school, like very little experiences do we experience alone. And it just brings me to how um, not every experience is a good experience either, you know, and we carry these experiences with us throughout life. And if we're not aware of ourself, others, our circumstance, um, we can potentially end up down a rabbit hole feeling defeated, feeling broken, feeling lost, feeling despair, you know, all those dark, heavy things. And sometimes if we are feeling all those heavy feelings, we tend to isolate and go through them alone which I do not recommend. Uh, nowadays, every since COVID, I mean, you can do your therapy online, you know, which I recommend everyone should do therapy, but that's a whole other episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, so don't feel as though you ever have to go through any of those dark, heavy feelings alone. Although I must say that during our healing journey, there will be moments where we are alone, but those that's a totally different mindset um, when that's happening versus being alone and suffering alone. Um, it brings me to another point of how hurt people hurt people. And that is another reason why it is so important to embark on your spiritual journey so that you can grow from your past mistakes and traumas, but also so that you can help another loving soul out there. Um, when I think of 
healing in a visual sense, I see a scab. <laughs> okay, it's ugly. It's tight around the skin. It kind of hurts a little bit, you know. Uh, and the only thing that keeps you going is that okay, well, that scab ain't gonna be there forever. However, the scar maybe. Well, that's kind of what healing is like, in my opinion. You know, you're you're gonna go through and face those traumas that have hurt you and that have caused you to hurt other people. Because again, hurt people hurt people. And when no one goes out, I'm not going to say no one, but you know, if you're a loving soul, if you're a good soul, you're not going out looking to hurt people. You know, that's the last, especially people that we love and care about. That's the last thing we want to do is hurt them. However, if we are not recovered from our traumas, that's exactly what we're going to do. And it's a vicious cycle. I mean, there's generational curses and traumas that just keep happening because hurt people are having children and hurting them. And then their children are hurting. And it's just a repetitive cycle. And no one's exempt from this cycle. No one walking this earth who has walked this earth, who is going to walk this earth, is exempt from this cycle. And what needs to happen is we need to, our cycle breakers need to step up. And that is what um, this age is coming into, is breaking those generational curses and those generational traumas, you know. Um, And the way we do that is by acknowledging, by facing our pain, by being in uncomfortable waters, meaning feeling those uncomfortable feelings. Because when you think about it, you can't grow if you're comfortable. If you're comfortable, you're legit stagnant in life. You're complacent. Like you might as well just grab your blankie, you know, snuggle up, watch it, watch Netflix, metaphorically speaking. But if you're comfortable, you've completely, you're complacent in life, you know, um, growing is to be uncomfortable. And I'm learning that. Now, I'm not saying go out there and look for uncomfortable experiences and put yourself in awkward situations. No. What I am saying, though, is when life happens and you're faced or you're forced even to do something that's going to make you uncomfortable, do the thing that's going to make you uncomfortable, you know, because that is the that very moment will be the moment that you're going to look back on and be like, you know what? I didn't like it. It didn't feel good while it was happening, but I'm glad I did it. I promise you, you will look back on those moments and those will be your aha moments, your epiphany moments. I used to be the type of individual that like when life would happen, I would clam up. I would get so just like, oh my God, I don't know what to do. I would start worrying about all types of crazy things. Frustrating. It's so, it makes me so angry just to think about all the time that I've wasted, you know, just letting a bump in the road knock me off my square. Well, I know better now. I know better and I do better. And this is why I am here to share my journeys And my experiences with you all. So let's not be so focused on being comfortable. 
and let's focus on growing. And that's, again, healing is growing. Healing is not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty. It is going to be that hideous scab. But I promise you that once that scab falls off and that scar is there, that scar is beauty. You want to know why? Because that scar is showing that, hey, I, I, I went through this. I went through this, but I overcame this. Okay? I still have functionality there. You know, I can still do this. I can still do that. So scars are, in fact, beautiful. You know, metaphorically speaking and physically speaking, you know, they tell a story and our soul's sole purpose is to feel whole again. Okay. Because the minute we're born, life happens. So our spirits get, our spirits get, um, sort of broken. You understand? We lose sight of magic and make believe and fairy tales and things like that because life is not a fairy tale. You know, life is not all shits and giggles and rainbows and whisker, you know, and kitten kisses. It's just, it's not. Life is messy and our soul's sole purpose is to become back one, is to be able to separate the ego, which is what we are, the personality that we are of this world is to separate the ego from the soul because they're not the same. Our souls go on for as many times as it takes for us to get it right. That's my belief, okay? Our ego is temporary. Our ego is of this world. It's this personality, okay? And if we're not careful, our ego could run the show our whole entire life. And that'll just bring us back. That'll just bring us back to do it again and to align our true soul's purpose. Now, everyone's true soul purpose is different, of course. You know, think about when you were younger and even not, not even younger, just in general, you have a dream placed on your heart. That was placed on your heart because that is where you are supposed to go. When they say follow your heart, it is so true in a sense um and they all they also say that we're not supposed to worry about how it's going to happen you know we're just supposed to follow that dream do the next right thing you know to align that dream and before you know it hey you're starting your podcast you know hey you're starting that coaching business you are you are living your true your soul's true purpose It is said that before we're born, before we make the agreement to enter back into this life, we sign a soul contract. And of course, everyone's soul contract is going to be different because no one soul is alike. Um, Even when you're a tethered soul, there's still some, um, some differences between the two. You understand? So we signed this soul contract and I truly believe that now I'm not, I'm not sure if each contract, if it's for each life or is it, or if it's one of those, okay, your soul signs this contract and 
you come back as many times as it takes for you to fulfill that contract. That actually sounds more plausible. But again, you, we won't know until we know. All these are just um, my my theories and from what I've gathered from read, readings and everything and different teachings and different cultures and and so forth. So we sign these contracts and our healing journey is one of the ways that we get, in my opinion, to fulfill those contracts. Now, follow me for a second. Okay, so before we go into the light, we sign a contract saying that I will be kind. I will spread knowledge. I will spread light. I will, I will work so hard on my inner self that I will blossom into this soul that will have other souls gravitate towards me. And as a collective, we could change mankind. That's, that's just say that that's the contract, right? And then we go into the light and we just don't get right. We, we just can't get right because the ego, which is of this world, the ego is in check and the ego just don't, it, it just won't let it happen, you know? So we come back again and so forth and so forth and so forth. So that's that. I truly believe that um, the healing journey gets us a step closer to fulfilling those contracts. And again, that's just my opinion and what I comprehend from, like I said, the different readings and cultures, teachings that I've come across. What we're going to do is we are going to actually go over the stages of spiritual growth and also the stages of spiritual healing. Um, we're going to do that. But before I give you guys those pointers, I want to first say that what I am about to tell you, these are from my findings. I've gone on, you know, I've done my own research. I have my own understanding what sits and resonates with me, I take, and what does not, I leave. I encourage you to do the same. Um, what's going to resonate with you, let it resonate. But I don't want you to just take my word for gold. I want you to do your own research. And also, you know, learn learn what your spiritual path looks like for you. This is just a blueprint of what works for me and what I've come across. So I just want to make that very clear before we go into the different stages. Now, the first we're going to do is our spiritual healing. It's six stages. Now, these six stages, they're not a quick fix to, okay, I do these, I'm healed. These are legit the groundwork. This is the mindset that you're going to have to go through. Stage one, declutter. And what that means is you are going to everything that doesn't serve you any well, you know, clothes that are just two sizes too big, too small. You just, you know, you're never going to wear them again. Old mail that you haven't gone through any type of clutter that is in your space. You want to get rid of that. You want to get rid of that because you cannot uh, shift your mindset in clutter. Uh, things hold energy. 
So if you have stacks of old bill collection letters and old newspaper clippings, that's just holding stale energy that is just blocking all the good that's coming in. So you want to declutter. That's number one. That's stage one. Stage two is examine your beliefs. What rings true to you? What do you actually believe in? Where do you think we go when we die? What do you call on when things, when when you need guidance, when you need um, confirmation? What do you do? Do you pray? Do you meditate? Do you go for a walk? What are your beliefs? Who is your higher power? You want to really examine that and, and examine that relationship. You know, um, you want to hold on to your beliefs. Get rid of those beliefs that were, you know, thrown onto you by your parents or your spouse or your your friends or whomever. You know, this is strictly this is your journey. So these are your thoughts. You know, so that goes back to the declutter. Anything that does not sit well with you when it comes to your belief system, get rid of it. Get rid of it. That is step two. Examine your beliefs. What is yours? Not someone else's, but what is yours? And be firm in it and be true to yourself in it. Stage three is is expand your mind. Okay? Um, Open your mind. Be more open-minded. And I want to tell you, I want to give you a story of how, um, what works for me when I become super close-minded because it happens so easily for me. I am the type individual that I, I tend to fall back into this. That if I don't see it or if I don't know it, it's not true. And who am I? Who the hell am I? You know? And I don't mean like factual things. I just mean like perspective things. Okay? And... Just to give you a visual, uh, a person comes to you and they say, the sky is pink. Now, you know damn well the sky ain't pink. You know, you, you're like, person, miss, ma'am, sir, ma'am, the sky is blue. And then they say, well, the sun was setting or the sun was rising. And it's like, oh, you're, it is blue pink it's orange it's purple sometimes so that's all about perspective and opening your mind is opening it to other people's perspective and other lenses you know you want to go and learn something learn it learn it from all avenues though don't just learn what works for you learn it from all avenues so open up your mind that's step three expand your mind step four is go outside I love this one. I don't do it often enough as far as like grounding, but go outside and reconnect with the magic that is nature. Nature is truly magical. It really is. Go outside, you know, sit underneath a tree, ask it for, you know, like calmness. I don't know, but, you know, take off your shoes and let them toes wiggle in grass. Make sure there's no doo-doos around. Although they say that doo-doos is good luck. Mm-mm. No, pick up after your your animal, miss. Thank you. What? Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, like go outside and ground yourself. Just go for a walk and just be, just enjoy the magic that is nature. So that is stage four. 
go outside and connect with nature. Um, stage five. Ooh, this is my favorite, guys. Stage five is take care of yourself. I am the poster child for self-care. You hear me? I I love it. I live for it. It's just... Ugh. If I could do a podcast on just self-care, I, I would, you know? But I, I just love it. Take care of yourself, you know? Put yourself first. Put your needs first. It is not being selfish. You cannot do all of the things for everyone else. And you can't even do them for yourself. Like, hold, like, whoa, your cup is so empty. How can you possibly give it to someone else if you don't have it to give to yourself? So you need to love on yourself. Self-care is, oh, it is one of the, in my opinion, one of the biggest cures to a lot of mental health issues. Not the big ones, but just like, like, you know, like the, the anxieties and the the depressions and things like that. Like, take care of yourself. So that's stage five. Take care of yourself. And stage six is learn to let go. And that is of anything, anyone that no longer serves you good, that no longer serves you well, that no longer serves you the, the room to grow. You understand what I'm saying? Learn to let things go. You know, there is no reason why you should be upset about something that happened a year ago. You know, um, there is no reason why you should be upset that you spilt your your favorite Starbucks this morning. Although, now don't get me wrong. It's a good reason to be upset. But you don't be holding on to petty stuff like that. Not with all the traumas you got and your baggage that you need to work through, let that petty stuff go. Because in order to get to the big stuff, you got to let the petty stuff go. You got people walking around with their lips poked out all day and this and this and that. And it's like, why hold on to things that you don't have control over? Okay? The things that you do have control over, if you don't like it, fix it. You don't like the way you look, fix it. You don't like, you know, whatever, fix it. It's, if it's in your control, you fix it. And it, that's not to say it's going to be easy, but you're so upset with it. So fix it so that you're not upset with it. Spilling off all that negative energy onto everyone else. You have to get rid of the petty things in order to focus on the big things. That relationship ain't no longer serving you. You feel like you've given more than you're getting back. Not saying that we do tit for tat, no, but relationships are about give and take, okay? If you and your partner are no longer growing together, if you're stagnant, hey, you got to call the quits. You, you have to let it go. You cannot go into your spiritual healing and healing in general with bad energies and bad um. Un- unwanted, unnecessary baggage. That's like having a scab and cutting it, putting some old nasty stuff in, and now it's infected, and now it, it, the, the, the process is just longer. You understand? So learn to let go. And I'm going to go through those six stages again. First one is declutter. 
Second one is examine your beliefs. Third one is expand your mind. The fourth one is go outside, connect with nature. Number five, take care of yourself. And number six, let that shit go. Let it go. And when you incorporate these six stages into your life and into, you know, starting that spiritual healing journey, this is the groundwork. These are the steps that you're going to go back to. Now, hey, you may not have to include all six steps. You know, you may already have some stuff going on where you're like, oh, I'm doing that. Oh, I did that. I'm uh, move on next. Okay, so let's move on. All right. The next we have four stages of our spiritual growth, right? And these are who you will be while going through these stages, okay? So the first stage is the victim. Things happening to me. I remember my victim stage. I mean, it was like, woe is me. You know, everything was happening because of someone else's, I didn't take responsibility nor accountability for my actions. It was always someone else's fault. I didn't do this because so-and-so. And it's like, that's not doing me any good by blaming my, my misfortunes on someone else. You know, that, that doesn't do any of us good. Own that shit. Own it. You know, stop playing the victim. You can't be in the victim stage and claim that you're healing. Once you know that you're there, you acknowledge that you're there and you say, okay, what can I do different? And what you can do different is start owning your shit. Start taking responsibility for what you have done, what, how you have contributed to a situation, how you have contributed to where you are in life. Because we are where we are in life because of on our own accord. No one put a gun to our head and said, you better jump. No one did that, you know? And so with that being said, we are where we are because this is where we chose to be in a sense. Make, let that sit in, you know? We are here because this is where we chose to be. Yes. Take responsibility and accountability for your actions. So that is stage one, the victim. Things happening to me. Now, the next stage is the manifester. I like to think that I am here. And um, because like I said in the beginning, I am healing. I'm not healed. I'm healing, you know. Um, so I like to think that I am in the manifester stage and that is things happening by me. Because when we, when we open our mouth, we are manifesting. You know, I just realized I came across a post the other day. I think it was on TikTok because I'm a huge TikTok fan. But I also do my research. So, anyhow. So, I came across this post on TikTok. And the guy said that, be careful the songs that you sing out loud. Because... You're manifesting. And I said, ooh, sir, you are absolutely correct. Because think about it. I don't know about y'all, but most of my life I've been hearing, you, you, your tongue is a powerful weapon. 
Your tongue is a powerful weapon and that it is. You can really hurt people with the things that you say. You can create the reality that you want with the things you say. Whether that be the, the you know, you know, living your best life or may that be, you know, you in the trenches. You keep on saying, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. And um, excuse the sound, I'm, I'm not studio ready. Kind of, but not really, sorry. Distraction, squirrel. Anywho, um, you can say, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling. And guess what? You're just going to keep on struggling. You keep on saying, oh, I'm so broke all the time. You're going to keep on being broke. So it is true. What we say is gold, okay? You put some intent behind that. You put some feeling behind that. And honey, ooh, you can either create the 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 life of all wonders or you can create the perfect freaking storm okay so that is stage two that's the manifester and then stage three is the chandler things are happening through me whenever i say the chandler i think of friends i'm a huge friends fan i've seen every episode a ton of times like i'm a huge fan but whenever I say the Chandler, I think of Chandler. Um, and that is uh, things happening through me. We begin to trust the universe. And we begin to start to see that where we are really meant to be and what we are really meant to do in life. You know, that goes into playing with the letting it go. Kind of just like going with the flow in a sense. If it's not broke, why fix it? If it's working, why change it? You understand? You only change course if it's not working, you know? Um, so that is having complete trust in the universe. And I feel like I'm there also. I trust in the universe, you know? Um, sometimes I give, I take my power back. And I feel like every time I take my power back, I end up in some mess. So it. Trust the universe completely, you know? Um, and so that's stage three, the Chandler. Stage four is being consciousness. And that is we check our egos. We realize that we are not of this world. And we begin to connect with others around us. And that's what I was saying earlier about the ego and the soul. The ego is truly of this world. And if you let it, the ego will run wild, you know, and your spirit will be so broken. And in a sense, you may feel like you're winning, but your spirit will be so broken when it's all said and done. So that being consciousness is, in my opinion, is what all is what all the souls as a whole want to achieve. Is just being able to just live in, in harmony. Like the hippies were on to something. I mean, aside from the psychedelics and, and you know, even including the psychedelics, bump that. I, they were on to something, you know. They saw the oneness and the peace and the happiness. And they were truly in like... I guess because they were on the psychedelics, they were kind of like God conscious, if that makes any sense. And 
That's why it was like a whoa type effect. I mean, I wasn't there, but I've seen shows, you know, and it's always like a whoa. And I don't know if their elicits are kicking in or if they're just really connecting and feeling connected. I think it's a combination of both. That's just my opinion. So let's go back over the four stages. That is the victim, um, things happening to me, the manifester, things happening by me, the channeler, things happening through me, and being consciousness, things happening as me. I apologize if that sounds like a lot of information just thrown at you. You can at any point go back and... um press pause and write some things down, take notes. Um, I want to remind you that no one's journey is the same because no one's traumas are the same. No one's life is the same. No one's experience is the same. So don't co and compare your healing journey to someone else's um, or vice versa, you know. We are at different stages in our journey, and we have to be respectful of where other people are. And I'm saying this to you, and as I'm saying it to you, excuse me, I'm saying it to myself because I am the type of individual that when I speak things like this, I'm not just sharing for you guys. I'm also sharing so that I hear it out loud and I hear how it sounds when it comes out of my mouth because sometimes that makes it sink in you know so just remember to be kind to yourself and be compassionate to yourself the same way you love on the people that you love the same way you show up for them and your your best self for them be your best self for you Let that sink in. Be your best self for you. Okay? If it does not work the first time, try again. If it doesn't work the, you know, the 35th, 11th time, try again. No one's journey is to be compared to yours. No one is living the life that you are living in the mind space and mindset that you are living it in, okay? So if you have to shift some of your reality and, you know, shift your mindset, do that. But if you are one of these people that are listening and you you have embarked on your spiritual journey and you, are, you feel like you were healed, please drop some gems in the comments. You know, shoot a girl an, an email, you can reach me by email at spiritualbaddy, that's spiritual, B-A-H-A-D-I-E, at gmail.com. I am type person. If I see a red dot on my email, I am there. I'm in it. Okay, I don't like anything. Any, I check my emails. So you can reach out to me. We can converse. You know, hey, maybe one day you'll be a guest on the show, right? Who knows? But that wraps up our episode of Healing Not Healed. I appreciate you for being here. Please like, subscribe, and share through all platforms. If this resonates with you and you think that, you know, it will resonate with the loved one, 
I am I am not opposed to to it being shared to any and everyone. My target audience is humanity. Like I said, and I will continue to say, you won't this won't be the last time you'll hear me say this, but if my voice, if my experience can reach just one person and give them comfort and ease and and um you know just some type of understanding then I've done my part you know so if there's a whole gang of yous I'm blessed I love it here I am so appreciative I am so thank you thank you in advance and again don't be shy to reach out and that wraps up this episode peace and blessings